0: It's time now for the complete story of public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well,
1: in case anyone doesn't know it right now, uh, Sunday is Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to add quickly, Rich? Well, happy Mother's Day, Mom. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, listen, we're going to start out right away. With a poem that I saw many years ago, uh, and it meant a lot to me then. And the older I get, the more it means. It is so true. This poem, um, when you hear it, um, is an old, old lady, and uh, who was given care, but nobody really cared about her. Treated her as a person, showed her respect, and all the other things. They gave her care, but they didn't understand who she really is. So this poem, I want our listeners to really listen to, and then we have a real treat—a real treat for it. This is called an old lady's poem. Uh, you know, Mother's Day is for young mothers,
0: and it's for all, all mothers.
1: mothers. But it is for all mothers, and from young all the way through old, it gets more important. So here's a poem. It says, what do you see, nurses, what do you see? What are you thinking when you're looking at me, a crabby old woman, and now very wise, uncertain of habit and faraway eyes, who dribbles her food and makes no reply when you say in a loud voice, I do wish you'd try, who seems not to notice the things that you do And forever is losing a stocking or shoe. Who, resisting or not, lets you do as you will. With bathing and feeding, the long day to fill. Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you see? Then open your eyes, nurse. Uh, You're not looking at me. I'll tell you who I am as I sit here so still. As I do your bidding, as I eat at your will. I'm a small child of ten with a father and a mother, brothers and sisters who love one another. A young girl of 16 with wings on her feet, dreaming that soon now a lover shall meet, a bride soon at 20. My heart gives a leap, remembering the vows that I promised to keep. At 25 now, I have young of my own who need me to guide and secure a happy home. A woman of thirty, my young, now grown fast, bound to each other with ties that should last. At forty, my young sons have gone and gone, and gone, but my man's still beside me uh, to see that I don't mourn. At fifty, once more, babies play around my knee. Again, we know children, my loved one and me. Dark days are upon me. My husband is dead. I look at the future and I shudder with dread for my young are all rearing young of their own. And I think of the years and the love that I've known. I'm now an old lady, an old woman, and nature is cruel. Tis just to make old age look like a fool. The body, it crumbles. Grace and vigor depart. There is now a stone where I once had a heart. But inside this old carcass, a young girl still dwells. And now and again, my battered heart swells. I remember the joys. I remember the pain. And I'm loving and living life over again. I think of the years, all too few gone too fast. And I accept the stark fact that nothing can last. So so open your eyes, nurses. Open and see, not a crabby old woman. Look closer and see me. Isn't that something, Rich? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the person inside the heart of each of us. Well, yeah, and you know the thing that I want our listeners to think about this Mother's Day? It isn't the Mother's Day card. It isn't having a little party. It's the respect and the honor and the way you treat somebody all year long as either your mother or your father. And that is exactly what we're going to hear about now. My good friend, Dr. Adrian Rogers, preached this sermon. And uh, during the course of the time that he was my dear friend personally, I saw his adult children, his sons and his daughters, And they really showed the respect and the honor that Dr. Rogers is going to talk about. Listen to this message.
0: Bible says, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. This is the fifth commandment. And God gives the Ten Commandments, and he puts the Ten Commandments into two categories. The first four commandments deal with our relationship to God. We call those the vertical commandments. Then the last six uh, deal with our relationship to one another. And it is interesting that God starts the last of these six uh, with our relationship to our parents. But we can understand that. And so our Lord tells us that we're to honor our father and our mother. Uh, They're the first people we meet. And so we're to learn to honor them. If we can't honor our father and our mother... How can we honor strangers? And later on, he's gonna tell us such things as don't steal, don't kill, don't commit adultery. But before he tells us those things, he tells us to honor father and mother. I wanna talk to you today about how you can be the child of a very happy mother. Now I'm going to be talking about both parents, but primarily the emphasis here is on mother. Number one, if you want to have a very happy mother, And very happy father, you should obey them. You should obey them uh, when uh, you are young. Now, the Bible teaches us to obey our parents. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Listen to this scripture. Every mother's child here, children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Do you know what God says a sign of last days is? One of the signs of the last days is this. Children who are disobedient to their parents. Put this scripture down. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemers. Now here it comes again. Listen to it. Disobedient to parents. Unthankful. Unholy. Without natural affection. That literally means without family love. That's what that literally means. Truce breakers. False accusers. Incontinent. Fierce. Despisers of those that are good. Traitors. Heady. High-minded. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. If you claim to be a Christian and you're disobedient to your parents, all you've got is a form of godliness. You don't have the real thing. As a matter of fact, uh, to be disobedient to your parents is to invite the sure judgment of God. But, contrarywise, to obey your parents is to invite the blessing of God. Listen to this scripture Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother. Now here in the Ten Commandments, we're told to honor our father and mother. Here in the book of Ephesians, we're told how to do it. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. God gave the Ten Commandments, but with this one, he gave a promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. Now you want to live long? You want to uh, prosper? Then learn to honor your father and your mother. You'll learn character when you do that. you learn self-control when you obey your parents. You will receive God's blessing. You will receive God's protection. Well, pastor, what if my parents command me to do something that is wrong? Should I obey them? Well, no. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. No child should ever willingly disobey a correct command of Almighty God. Uh, There is a higher principle that uh, we must obey God rather than men. A child should be extremely careful that he or she uh, obey parents except when a command from a parent would come in direct conflict uh, with Almighty God. Of course, a small child is not able to discern between the difference, a very small child. And then God holds the parent responsible, not the child if the If the parent uh, commands the child to do something that is wrong. But I want to tell you something. That disobedience is a grave, grave sin in the sight of Almighty God. And if you are a child here today, living at home, I want to tell you as solemnly as I can tell you, you will be wise to obey your parents. As a matter of fact, perhaps there ought to be a sign put in your bedroom that says, Warning, disobedience to your parents could be dangerous to your health. You are to obey your parents. Now, that may be old-fashioned, but the Bible says children obey your parents. That's one way to honor them. Uh, You should obey them when you are young. You should care for your parents when they are old. Now, the Bible teaches this. As a matter of fact, in heathen cultures, uh, people sometimes fail to care for their older parents. They leave them out to die, and yet we as a society are becoming more and more hardened and more and more heathen, and we're becoming hard-hearted uh, toward our older parents. Now, our parents loved us in spite of our faults. I know my parents love me in spite of my faults, and I have to love my parents if they have faults. If I have to carry my parents, they carried me. If I have to feed them, they fed me. Let me give you a a very interesting passage of scripture, Matthew chapter 15. I'm going to begin in verse uh, 3. Jesus is preaching, and this is what he said. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother. Now remember, we're still talking about honoring father and mother. And this is what he says. And he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. That is, in the Old Testament, if you were to ever curse your father or your mother, you would be worthy to be stoned to death. But ye say, now here's where they came along with a new tradition. Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. And honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus ye have made the commandment of God of none effect by your tradition. Now I know that's hard to understand, I'm going to explain it in just a moment. Ye hypocrites... Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Now, let me put that in plain English. In Bible times, there were people for a show of religion would come to church, and they would sing praises to God. They would honor God with their lips. They would bring an offering and make an offering for the temple. And yet they had fathers and mothers that were in need that were not being honored. And God said, you are hypocrites. What they had done was to say to their father and their mother, now you know uh, what I was going to use to take care of you, I have taken down and I've given it to the temple. And so I can't take care of you. But oh, what a holy man I am. Oh, what a holy woman I am. Because I've taken the gift that could have been a blessing to you and I have given it. To God. Now, some of you may use what I'm saying as an excuse not to give to God what belongs to God. And God knows how evil your heart is if you do that. But listen to what I am saying. I am saying, friend, that there is no gift that you can give to God, no service that you can do for God, no song that you can sing to God that will take the place of honoring your father and your mother. And if you fail to do that, God says you are a hypocrite. Now the Bible says, if you don't take care of your parents, when they're old, not only are you a hypocrite, you are worse than an infidel. Listen to first Timothy chapter five, verse eight, but if any provide not for his own, especially those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. (laughs) You don't even come up to the level of being an infidel if you don't take care of your own. Now, many times we use this verse to say that parents ought to take care of their children, but that's not what this verse means. It says that children are to provide for the parents. If any provide not for his own, especially those of his own household, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 4, But if any widow have children or nephews, let them learn that is the children and the nephews First, to show piety at home and to requite their parents, for that is good and acceptable before God. I'm going to tell you, and it may hurt your feelings, and if it does, you can come up and apologize to me after the message. (laughs) But if you're not taking care of your parents and loving your parents, I don't care how you sing this morning, I don't care how much you say amen or what you put in this offering plate, you've departed from the faith, you're worse than an infidel, If your religion doesn't start at home, friend, it just simply doesn't start. How can you honor your father and your mother? Number one, you should obey them when you're young. Number two, you should care for them when they are old in their old age. Number three, uh, you should honor them at all times. Now, when the Bible says here, honor your father and your mother, the word honor comes from a word that means to add weight to. But what that literally means is uh, to take your parents seriously, to add weight and dignity to who they are. Let me sh- mention some ways now that you can give them honor. I want to mention three or four of them, maybe more. But listen, number one, show them respect. I don't care who they are. You must always show respect to your parents. I'm going to list some verses. You jot them down. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 3. Ye shall fear every man his mother and his father, and keep my statutes. I am the Lord your God. Now the word fear here is the same word that we use for the fear of God. It means reverence. You to reverence your parents. Leviticus 20, verse 9. For everyone that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He hath cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon him. Now, some of you youngsters ought to be uh, uh, aware of the fact that if you lived in Old Testament times, you still wouldn't be living. Uh, You would be gone because you have cursed your father or your mother. Or you say, Pastor Rogers, uh, what if my parents are not worthy of respect and reverence? May I say that only perfect children can demand perfect parents? Now, in our home, we had very few rules. But some of the rules we had, we did not bend. One of the rules, perhaps number one, no disrespect to parents. We just did not tolerate none. Now, if, if anybody ever got away with disrespect, my children would get away with, and very seldom they ever did, if, if ever, get away with disrespect to me, but never to their mother. I would be on them like that. If I saw one of my children disrespect their mother i'll tear up when i think about it i have seen that woman sacrifice for them she went down into the valley of the shadow of death to bring them into this world i've seen her do without to love to pray to care how dare a child disrespect that mother now we're to honor them and one way we do is to show respect number two express gratefulness Give them thanks. Children, learn to develop the attitude of gratitude. Have you thanked your parents for all that they've done? As a matter of fact, you say, well, my, my parents disciplined me too much. Thank them for that. How we need to learn to give thankfulness uh, to our parents. Now, thirdly, I, I'm talking about ways to honor them. I, I'm saying, friend, show them respect. Express gratefulness. Listen to their counsel. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace upon thy head, and chains about thy neck. He's talking about a chain of gold around your neck. Someone as well said at 16, a boy is not sure about his parents. At 19, he feels he's passed them up. At 22, he has completely outgrown them. At 30, he remembers they were right about a lot of things. At 40, he decides they were just about perfect. Isn't that true? The older you get, the smarter your parents will get. And uh, you're going to understand they were not as dumb or out of it as you think. Now, why is that? Your parents have an advantage on you. They have an advantage. I told some high school senior girls, uh, you think that perhaps those of us who are mature and old, that we don't know what, what the situation is. Yes, we do. You see... David said, Once I was young, now I'm old. All you can say is once I was young. We've been there where you are, but you haven't been where we are. Number four, live a life that will bring honor to them. Listen to Proverbs twenty-three, verses twenty-four and twenty-five. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Thy father and thy mother shall be glad that she bare thee, and and she that bare thee shall rejoice. Last of all, in honoring your parents, show your parents' love. It's, it's really the sum total of everything else. Think of what you owe to your parents. They gave you life. Their blood flows through your veins. Did you know that the closest thing to God's love is the love of a mother? I'm just convinced of that. Now it's Mother's Day. Let's see if we can make it very practical. Do that extra special little chore for your mother, your father. Show them genuine affection. They want hugs. They want kisses. And listen to me. Do it soon. Now, when they die, you'll want to have just the finest kind of funeral for them. And you'll want special flowers. But dead noses smell no roses. You're going to do it? Do it. Rather than saying, I wish that I had. Show love and respect if your parents are living. And if your parents are not living, give them honor and thank God for their memory. Let me just wrap this up by asking you another question. If the Bible says that we are to honor our father and our mother, and indeed we are, how much more would that apply to our heavenly father? Have you honored him? I mean, have you given your heart to him? Can you say that God is your father? Not unless you've been born into his family, and how you're born into his family. By receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord. I can tell you, precious friend, there is no way to have a happy Christian home without God in the center, Christ at the hub. Think with me, just before we pray, about a wagon wheel. An old fashioned wagon wheel. The rim of that wheel is the parameter and the hub is the center think of your home like that the rim the parameter of your family think of the members of that home as spokes in that wheel think of Jesus Christ as the hub that which the whole thing revolves around and look at those spokes the closer they are to the hub the closer they are to one another. And that's the way it is. The closer the members of your family are to Jesus, I can tell you the closer they're going to be to one another. Would you bow your heads in prayer? And if you're not truly saved today, I want you to receive Jesus. And I want to lead you in a prayer. And in this prayer, you're going to ask Christ into your heart. I'm going to ask there be no moving, no stirring. Now, if you already know the Lord Jesus Christ, would you begin now to pray for those around you who may not yet know him? And if you'd like to receive Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, if you would like now to become a child of God, I want to lead you in a prayer. And in this prayer, you can be inviting Christ into your heart. Now, just saying words won't save you, so you have to mean this from your heart. But pray this prayer, dear God. I know that you love me, and I know that you want to save me. Jesus, you died to save me. Thank you for paying with for my sin with your blood. And you promised to save me Lord. If I would trust you. I want to do that right now. I want to trust you Jesus. Not just believe about you. But to trust you. And Lord Jesus. I do trust you. I believe you are the son of God. I believe that you paid for my sin. With your blood on the cross. I believe that God raised you from the dead. And now by faith. Like a child. I receive you into my heart. Come into my life. Forgive my sin. Cleanse me. Save me, Jesus. Save me right now. Thank you for doing it. Thank you, Lord. I receive it by faith and that settles it. I don't ask for a feeling. I don't look for a sign. I stand on your word. Thank you for saving me. And now I turn my life over to you. I'm weak, but you're strong. Please begin now to make me the person you want me to be. And help me, Lord Jesus, never, never to be ashamed of you. Lord, I will make this public because you died for me. In your name I pray.
1: Amen. That was, um, that was Dr. Adrian Rogers. Dr. Adrian Rogers, a real, real genuine man of the gospel. He was a father was a husband and he preached truth today. Rich do we have some listener comments reading We do especially for Mother's Day
0: Hello this is Priscilla calling from Fresno California. I love my mom. Her joy and her big smile brightens a room. She is always ready to pray for someone or something. We recently celebrated her 90th birthday. Frances had nine girls and one boy, 19 grandchildren and 36 great-grandchildren. She has the biggest heart to love all of us. Happy Mother's Day. We
1: love you, Mom. Oh, man, Rich, we got to have one more. Mom and Dad were married for 72 wonderful years. Dad was the breadwinner, but Mom was the glue that stuck us all together. My mother passed away around a month ago at the age of 88 and was loved deeply by family and everyone. We'll miss her, and we all just want to wish her a happy Mother's Day, and that we'll see soon in heaven, Mom. Oh, Rich, can we have one more? One more. My mother's name was Kathleen. She was the most gentle, kind, sincere, practical, and wise person I ever knew. She took my brother and I to church every week. She read us Bible stories and taught us to love and serve the Lord. She went home to heaven two years ago, and I still often ask the Lord to tell her I love her. Rich, I love our BOT Radio Network family. Give us a phone number.
0: 1-800-345-2621. We'd love to hear from you. It won't always be Mother's Day, but this weekend it is. 1-800-345-2621. Right,
1: this is Dick BOT with my son Rich in the studio with another chapter of The Complete Story for you folks. and We'll see you later.